Are you hesitating to take the next step in your e-commerce journey? Founder Plus has you covered with proven frameworks tailored to your business needs for fast results, a supportive community of over 30,000 like-minded entrepreneurs and weekly live mentorship sessions. Founder Plus is your key to success. Try Founder Plus today for just $1 for seven days and start building your dream business with confidence. You can visit founder.com forward slash start dollar trial or click the link in the description to claim your trial. Hey, Founder Fam, before we dive into another incredible conversation, I want to share something really special with you. Whether you're just joining us or you've been following us since the beginning, you've been a critical part of our community working to change entrepreneurial education. I started Founder almost a decade ago with the mission to provide entrepreneurs access to the world's greatest business leaders. Our goal was to break down barriers to entrepreneurial education, and that's taken us on a journey from Founder Magazine to this podcast and beyond, and today marks the next step in that journey, Founder Plus. I'm proud to introduce you to Founder Plus, which is an all-access pass to each of our online courses and programs and their proven frameworks for success. It puts every strategy we've compiled from world-class instructors at your fingertips while connecting you to a global network of like-minded entrepreneurs. Founder Plus will take your business to the next level for today and tomorrow. So whether you've just joined our family or you've watched us grow from humble beginnings, we're really thrilled to have you join us in this exciting new phase of making the founder brand and this company the world's best entrepreneurial community to launch and grow your business. So finally, before we get into today's episode, I'm inviting you to come back, check out Founder Plus and go to founder.com forward slash membership. I'm really excited, guys. This is an incredible new evolution of entrepreneurial education, and our mission is really to get as many of these founders that we interview to teach and also give back on the Founder Plus platform and really go more in depth with the knowledge and the experiences and the lessons learned that they're sharing all in Founder Plus. So guys, please go check it out if you're enjoying these interviews. That's it from me. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's jump in. This is episode number 419 with Gerardo Perez of the Founder Podcast. What you need is thirst. You need to be a thirsty human. Who is intent on learning. It's a really fascinating fascinating exploration of human potential. Now. Now. The Founder Podcast. Even the greatest entrepreneurs had help. If you want to learn from the most successful founders on the planet, you are in the right place. Branson, Mark Cuban, Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Ariana Huffington, Steve Case, Gary V, Sophia Amoroso, Robert Corcoran, Damon John. Learn from the greatest minds in business today with interviews hosted by Nathan Chan. This is not your average entrepreneur podcast. The Founder Podcast. Remember Facebook ads in 2012? Well, some are claiming that's actually TikTok ads right now. And we sat down with TikTok ads expert and newest founder instructor, Gerardo Perez, to really discover how to make TikTok ads that sell. Now today, Gerardo has generated over 11.2 million likes, generated over 100 million organic views, and has more than 323,000 followers. As the founder of Marketing And, one of the world's leading digital agencies focused on driving paid results on TikTok, he's already spent millions of dollars on TikTok advertising. 
And in today's episode, you're really going to get a taste for what it takes to start scaling with TikTok ads. If you want to learn more, we've put together an exclusive free training as well with Gerardo you can access in the show notes. Please welcome to the show, Gerardo Perez. I'm curious, when did you get that aha moment that TikTok ads is a game changer? At what point in time were you just like, wow, there's something here? I think it's really funny. Let me take a step back here because a lot of people, they sort of like doubt TikTok. They're like, oh, that's not a platform to sell. It's, it's, it's really bizarre to me because a lot of people, they probably said that eight, 10 years ago about uh, Facebook or Instagram, right? But obviously the only thing that you need to sell is people's attention. Uh, it doesn't necessarily matter which platform it is. It just so happens that TikTok is where the time is being spent right now. So when you're able to identify that trend and that sort of uh, consumer tendency, it kind of like raises a little bit of a light bulb and you're like, huh, there's probably something here. So initially, uh, obviously, I think TikTok is an incredibly unique platform simply because the content on it is all short form related, very snappy, very fast paced, very raw, very organic, uh, a lot of comedy, a lot of satire. There's basically anything that you can imagine on that platform, right? So I think it's a really refreshing take on what we've seen with advertising over the past, uh, I hate using like time references, but let's just call it like the past eight, five years. In addition to that, it also has such a low barrier of entry creative wise that basically anyone can pick up their phone and create quality content to run that as a piece of advertising for their business. So I think just the barrier of entry and being able to recognize where the consumer tendencies were actually heading, that's where I kind of had like a little aha moment and I knew that the platform was treading in a positive direction. It looks like, you know, as we talked about, like TikTok's the new, you know, big up and coming social media platform and it doesn't look like it's slowing down by any means. Um, it looks like a massive opportunity, like it's the next big one, like just how, you know, you would say Snapchat came along for a while. Well, I, I think now it's really all about TikTok and I think TikTok's here to stay and I don't think it's going anywhere. So I'm curious to hear your take. What do you believe is the fundamental difference between Facebook, Instagram and versus TikTok? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things there. I think you you mentioned obviously that it's kind of like here to stay. I think it's already here. And the reason be behind that is if you look at the other platforms in the past year, year and a half, they've been reactive. TikTok is the platform that's actually pioneering the space. They're the ones leading the wave. Everyone else has just been reactive. And for lack of better terms, they've just been copying what TikTok is doing. Why? Because that's how people actually enjoy consuming content. Um, in addition to that, you also made a straight comparison to Facebook and Instagram, which is very fair. But I also encourage people watching this to think of TikTok also as an entertainment platform. Maybe it's not necessarily a Facebook or an Instagram, but maybe it's a beautiful combination, perhaps between a YouTube and an Instagram, right? Uh, so I think it's in a very unique position to be able to sort of like classify itself as its own thing and continue to pioneer uh, the industry for, for the next several years. Yeah, and there's something, there's something wild about TikTok where you kind of get caught in this warp where you open it up and you just keep flicking and then half an hour goes and you're just like, what the hell happened? You know what I call that, Nathan? I call it almost like a slot machine effect. 
So I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas and you hit those slots, but uh, there's a bit of a dopamine rush when you have that uncertainty of like, what's actually coming up? Am I gonna win? Am I not gonna win? It's a very similar thing when you're swiping uh, the For You page and you find a video that you like, you maybe get a kick out of it, maybe you learn something, maybe you laugh, right? Uh, and you wanna continue to find that next video that actually gives you a similar or the same level of emotion. Uh, so very, very smart uh, UI tactics or UX tactics there by TikTok, but it's, it's definitely a dopamine rush and consumers love it. And I think a common misconception as well is that TikTok is not, is, is it's only for teenagers. There's only young people on the platform. You know, my product perhaps or my, my service wouldn't be relevant. What's your take there from your experiences? Yeah, 100%. Look, don't get me wrong. The kids are all on there. The teenagers are all on there they're literally all on there, which is a massive advantage as well. But now I believe the fastest growing demographic is between 25 and 35 year olds, which is very encouraging. And if you take a step back and actually look at the patterns and other social platforms as well, they've all taken a very similar pattern of growth or a pattern of user acquisition. So it's only bound to age up more and more. And funny enough, I've seen quite a bit of aunts and older people that I wouldn't necessarily consider uh, them to be TikTok users, but funny enough, they're they're spending a, a good amount of time per day on the platform as well. So it's a really encouraging sight to see, and I truly believe that more and more people uh, will continue to come on the platform as it continues to age, and most importantly, age up as well. So what are some famous brands that are killing it on TikTok? Absolutely. Uh, this is actually a super fun one because you have all types of brands actually killing it on TikTok. It could be either app-related, it could be uh, clothing related, it could be makeup related, anything in the e-commerce space is obviously gonna sell. But it's actually very, very interesting because their ways of selling are drastically different. So some of my favorite setups is obviously when they have an organic presence, they're able to leverage that, have an initial touch point with uh, their actual audiences, and then actually find a way to uh, hit them with ads as well or at least nail down their creative so that they, when they take it to the ad platform, they have a general idea of what their audiences are receptive to. I'm not saying that Duolingo is specifically following this framework, but I think we have to mention them just because they've made such a splash on the platform with their bird mascot, uh, which is really interesting. Uh, <laughs> they have uh, probably zero filter on that account, but it's still fun to see. And it's really interesting to see these brands that kind of uh, fit the more traditional or the higher scope uh, be able to actually successfully leverage the platform as well. There's a whole bunch of creativity there that we probably would have not, not have seen if it weren't for TikTok. One of my favorite brands that I believe is just absolutely crushing it on TikTok is High Smile. Oh yeah, I know the High Smile guys. Um, yeah, look, they have a massive e-commerce brand. They're based out of Australia. Um, yeah, we, we have interviewed them before. Very cool, man. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I absolutely love is not only are they crushing it on organic, but their ads as well. So if you have actually take a look at their profile, they have over a million followers for sure. In addition to that, they have a whole ton of viral videos. Now, these videos didn't necessarily go viral organically. You'll find scrolling down their profile, some videos that have like 30 million, 50 million views. And this is essentially because they're using those specific videos as Spark ads to run on the actual ad platform. 
this is a quite nice strategy because even if the user doesn't convert and click out to their website, maybe they just click on the actual high smile username within the ad, they can actually click back into the uh, profile and this, go, this plays into the consideration factor of TikTok as well. Even if they're not purchasing upon first impression, maybe they're getting that actual follow and they're able to grow a community and a brand uh, on the platform on the organic side while still leveraging the ad side as well. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I know that's a, a special part about your unique formula is, yeah, you really are a big fan of not just running ads from the platform, but actually having a strong following on organic as well. Yeah, I, I think one of their biggest advantages as well is they have a very visual product. A lot of their products are purple. Uh, and when you see purple go coming out of like people's mouth, you're like, huh. Um, so definitely encourage everyone watching to maybe check out their profile and see what they're doing with their specific hooks, especially with those videos that have a insane amount of views. There's a thing or two to learn about them. Obviously, we also have other brands like Chipotle, Gymshark has done a phenomenal job as well. Um, and again, that's a multiple touch point strategy. Uh, Elf Cosmetics, I know they made a freaking killing because they had a jingle that actually went viral on TikTok. So like a sound that people were actually using and using. Uh, and that was during the early phases of the platform as well. Another question I have for you is what are common mistakes that you've made on TikTok ads? Any any gotchas or catches that people should be aware of? Yeah, I, I love using the term that what works on other platforms doesn't necessarily work on TikTok, but what works on TikTok may work on other platforms, right? So whenever you're developing creative, Think TikTok first, at least that's my opinion. I might be a little bit biased, but if you're able to give yourself the luxury of thinking TikTok first, that might actually uh, reduce your amount of efforts that you allocate into your specific creatives into a more innovative platform that hopefully is a lot more fruitful for your business as well. So just in short, just don't take whatever is work. Don't take images. If you run an image, oh my God, uh, we're gonna have to have a talk. But uh, definitely video first and make sure that it's adapted to the overall language and the overall feel of the platform as well. Amazing. Well, look, let's deep dive into, I guess, the content section of the workshop where we're going to talk through your unique process called the Tacos Framework when it comes to selling using TikTok ads. Um, before we jump in, I just wanted to ask, like, is this something you recommend for total beginners? Uh, for getting started on TikTok? Absolutely, man. I think the ability to learn this specific framework or potentially even the material within the course allows you to really just skip the line based off of all my experience, all my wins, and at times losses as well. So you're able to directly apply that to your business without all those hardships. So Nathan, I've got a little bit of a surprise for us. I'm a tad hungry and tacos just so happen to be my favorite food. So if you don't mind, I'm going to start munching a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty freaking random. I know I, I just haven't had breakfast. But there's actually a good, good purpose to bringing out taco ingredients. And you're probably scratching your head. I, I see you giggling over there. Like, what the hell does tacos actually have to do with TikTok? Um, so yeah, I wanna walk you through a specific framework uh, that I've developed called the tacos framework. So as you can see here, we have five different ingredients. We have tortillas, we have avocados, we have carne, which would be meat, 
Um, we have a little bit of onions. And of course, you can't forget the actual sauce. <laughs> the sauce is the most important part. But if we break this down, we actually have T, which would stand for tortilla and coincidentally target audience. A for avocado and advertising as well. C for carne, which in this case would be content creators. O for onion, which in this case is gonna be organic content. And we'll get to the salsa at the end. So let's talk about the tortilla, which essentially would be target audience, right? Before we actually get into it, I encourage each and every business owner to try and take a step back and re-identify who it is that their products are for. Sometimes when you get inside of your business so much, you become a little bit jaded and you forget who you're actually making your products for and who actually buys them. Step two to that is start researching different tendencies that that specific target audience may have and potentially even start re uh, researching competitive brands, competitor brands on the platform to see how they're busting out content to be able to appeal to their audiences. I'm loving this tacos example. Let's delve a little bit deeper on tea. Uh, can you tell us like how you choose the right audience for your brand when it comes to targeting? Yeah, of course. Obviously that involves a little bit of self-awareness on the business side, but I also like, I encourage business owners to do a little bit of research before hopping into TikTok, uh, just diving in into cold water, right? So one of my favorite methods is doing a little bit of hashtag research. Find two, three, four hashtags that actually correspond to your product and see what type of content is being crafted. Now, obviously it's super important to see how other brands are generating content, but what I actually want you to do is go into the comments section and see how other people are actually responding to those types of products, right? So there might be a lot of friction, there might be a lot of pushback. That's where you can get a added idea of how to actually formulate content for those specific target audiences on TikTok as well. Um, so yeah, little, little pro hack right there. And then you also talk about the creative, TikTok creative library and searching through there. Can you talk us about why, why you would use that or how that works? Yeah, 100%. So that is a resource uh, provided by TikTok where I, I believe it's called the top ads dashboard, where essentially you can look up different types of ads that other advertisers are running on the platform. Uh, you can filter by industry, you can filter by location, uh, and you can even search by different keywords. So again, maybe you're in the fitness space or maybe you're selling clothing or shoes or something related to that. All you have to do is type that in and actually see what type of creatives are being ran from different advertisers. And that can give you a solid idea of how to actually formulate your own creatives for your own brand. All right, well, let's move to the next acronym, which is A for avocado. Do you like avocados, Nathan, or no? Don't mind them, don't mind them. You don't mind them? All right, I, I like them, a uh, personal favorite of mine. But avocados in this sense are gonna stand for advertising. Obviously, it is a core pillar and it should be one of your main strategies when it comes to reaching audiences on TikTok, especially in a more direct response fashion. So obviously we already talked about this, your audience is on TikTok. Uh, they love the platform, they consume on the, on the platform, and they're also using it as a discovery tool to actually find new products and learn about new businesses. Advertising is just a very unique direct response and a trackable 
form of seeing where your spend is going to actually make sure that you're having profitable returns on your investments as well. Now, all of these different pillars and all of these ingredients, they can coexist with one another. But one thing that I do want to tell you is there's nothing wrong with enjoying an avocado on itself uh, as well. You don't necessarily have to combine all these ingredients. Just because you're not creating organic content on the platform, or maybe you're not actually leveraging content creators on TikTok just yet, you can start your TikTok journey through advertising alone. In addition to that, Nathan, I truly believe that ads can give you a lifted boost of confidence to really just prove that your product can sell on TikTok. And we all know the current advertising climate currently with Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Snap. I really do believe that hedging your bets on TikTok and learning early now is basically the best time to actually start on the platform. Because trust me, come December, come next year, we're gonna have a massive influx of new advertisers, new brands trying to actually leverage the platform. So the earlier that you're actually able to jump on it, I think the better off you're gonna be. So how exactly do you run TikTok ads? Like I know there's a whole, like we can have a whole program on this, but can you talk us through kind of the basics, how it all works? So great question. Obviously TikTok is, Virtually, uh, like any other ad platform, you sign up for an account, you set everything up. But most importantly, I want you to start thinking about all your campaigns creative first. Uh, I think we obviously already talked about the TikTok Creative Center. We talked about doing a little bit of hashtag research or maybe doing a little bit of competitive research to see how other brands are creating content on the platform and really just ingraining all those different methods and all those different filming styles to be able to create something that not only represents the benefits of your product, but also leans into the overall culture of TikTok. You don't wanna have something that's, even though it would be in theory a great pattern interrupt, you want to play the game of TikTok. Um, so another thing that I like to mention is not everything that works on Instagram and Facebook can actually be ported over to TikTok, but what works on TikTok can actually work beautifully on other platforms as well. So focusing your creative efforts TikTok first uh, might be a great bet for your business as well. Hey guys, are you enjoying today's episode with Gerardo? If so, we'd love to invite you to our free training with him where he really shows you his exact framework on scaling your business with TikTok ads. Just follow the link in the show notes. Okay, now back to the episode. So let's talk about creatives. How can you make effective ad creatives for TikTok? I know you have a really cool system and process, but let's explore this a little bit more. Absolutely. So again, TikTok, just because it's TikTok, advertising fundamentals still apply. It's just how the actual de delivery is executed. So number one, obviously you're gonna wanna have a strong hook. Uh, essentially your hook is your first three seconds of the video, and it can either be a bold statement, maybe you're highlighting some sort of ongoing issue, uh, something that might be a little bit of an oddity, or it can be a visual hook as well, whether that's unboxing something, whether that's actually tossing something uh, on the ground or doing a reverse effect. Uh, there's so many ways to go about it, but really finding a way to combine both of those elements that I just described, whether that's a bold polarizing statement and some sort of visual element is incredibly important to be able to captivate the user because something that not a lot of people know on TikTok is that 
the call to action button doesn't pop up up until like three to four seconds. So if you get, can't get the user past those th initial three to four seconds, they don't even have the opportunity to click out to your website. Number two, and again, this framework is incredibly dependent on the type of product and what it is that you're actually selling. So this one's a little bit more of a variable, but if applicable, you wanna highlight some sort of pain point, right? I think being able to highlight something relatable, some sort of like issue that people have uh, and being able to lean into an actionable solution with your product is incredibly important. So pain point would be number two, but that is somewhat of a variable depending on your actual product. Number three is gonna be highlighting the benefits. Now I'm saying benefits very intentionally here because features and benefits are very important, right? Say for example, if you're driving a car, or if you're trying to sell a car or a laptop, um, let's use an iPhone as an example, right? So you have an iPhone. I personally don't care too much about the features. Obviously I wanna know how much memory is in it. Even if you tell me a random number of how fast it is, I don't understand that, I don't care. What I do care about is the benefits, the ease of use, the design, uh, the lifestyle that it represents, right? So when you're thinking about how to advertise your products, obviously have a clear understanding of what your features are, but find a way to communicate them as benefits instead of features. Another element to this specific section of your ad frame is gonna be how do I combine that with some sort of visual storytelling? So. This can be actual product and use. This could be how you're actually solving that specific pain point with the product. If it's something that takes you through a before and after transformation, this is where you're really showcasing how that product has influenced either your behavior or your life in a positive manner. Uh, in addition to that, once you get a little bit better of creating content, you can use different elements like voiceover to actually depict this and sort of like give the user a more clear understanding of what's going on within that specific frame. Then number four is gonna be call to action. Call to action, of course, we all know what this means. It's like, click now, uh, get yours today, hurry before it sells out. Anything that's gonna encourage the user to actually click off the actual ad and onto your website, because if you can't get them on your website, you're not gonna be able to sell to them. Obviously, now that we understand that framework, you can start to imagine, well, isn't this gonna get repetitive? And short answer, it can, but there's definitely solutions to that. I truly believe that not only TikTok, but just everything in general is finding something that works. And once you find it, find 10 different ways to recommunicate that same messaging, that same ideology, right? So that can be playing around with different elements within your video. That can be playing around with the hook, substituting that. It might be finding a different pain point and seeing what actually appeals to different types of users or customers. Uh, in addition to that, you can also play with different elements within the benefits section of the framework and also substitute the CTA. What I'm trying to get at is once you actually find how to actually formulate those specific types of content, you can almost like play Tetris with it if you're able to crop those individual different, uh, I guess you would call them like scenes within your ad to see what a winning creative or what creatives best actually appeal uh, to your audiences. Thank you so much, Gerardo. This was really, really helpful, uh, really, really valuable. Um, just this ad framework alone would it's just going to help so many people with different kinds of businesses. So I'm curious, when it comes to recording videos and making creative, do you need 
uh, any special equipment to record these videos? Like, can you talk us through that? No, dude, honestly, like, this is all you need. Uh, as long as you have a phone of any sorts, it has a camera, you should be good to go. And again, this is one of the reasons why I freaking love TikTok because the barrier of entry in terms of production is quite low, right? So if you're actually able to study the platform, study your competitors, understand how people are actually consuming the content, you can get very creative with very little resources to actually be able to start your advertising journey on the platform. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. So all editing as well, it's just done in the app? Yeah, I mean, there's different ways to go about it. You can either edit within the app and extract the video. Maybe you wanna post it to your organic profile and maybe spark it from there. Uh, there's a lot of different ways. There's also a great app that I recommend that is actually, I, I would call it like uh, TikTok's sister company because it is owned by ByteDance as well. It's called CapCut. So obviously TikTok just rolled out a new feature called like their studio feature. So they're getting a lot more intricate with the actual uh, editing features within the app. But if you wanna extract that video or just build it directly on CapCut, that may give you a little bit more flexibility to be able to substitute out those frames and have different ad variations with a very little amount of actual recording that takes place. Let's go back to tacos. We've covered T, which is researching your target audience, and A, which is how to create amazing ads that convert. Now, what's next? All right, great question, because I'm kind of hungry, dude. Um, this is gonna be carne, which in this case, content creators. Uh, we're calling them content creators very specifically because I, I just, I'm kind of tired of the term influencer, and if not the taco framework, it just wouldn't fit. So we're calling them content creators. Now, uh, what I really wanna emphasize here is the fact that everyone on TikTok can be a content creator, right? Whether that's you starting your own business journey and you wanna highlight your actual products in that manner, you can actually claim the right to be a content creator because I believe everyone has something of value to share. Additionally, if you're actually struggling to make your own creatives and you feel like the barrier of entry is a little bit too high, you can also find different content creators to ship out products to and commission to make your ad creatives, right? I believe that with a little bit of guidance and the proper uh, instruction and kind of explaining these different frameworks to different creators, you're able to have high converting creatives uh, at a low cost as well, whatever fits within your budget. Now, Obviously we're talking about ads, but let's not deny the fact that content creators of all sizes could be a huge asset to organically post and boost your brand in that manner as well. We've seen it multiple times that a creator that has 500 followers maybe ends up doing a quick little product review or look at what I just found on Amazon or I just picked this up from Target, whatever that might be. And all of a sudden that video has two, three, four million views. Um, it's a little bit of luck, obviously, and I'm not saying just because you go out and find a content creator to help you generate content for your ad efforts or maybe even just as a creator post. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna go viral, but it's also a very tangible strategy to apply uh, to your TikTok efforts. Yeah, fascinating. So how much do you know, like, can you talk to us like how much you should look at like paying these creators or when you partner with them, like what kind of ranges, like, is there any rules of thumb there? Yeah, I think it's very subjective from brand to brand. I don't want to speak for brands based off of the, like their budget or anything. 
One thing I do wanna highlight is the fact that you don't have to go after massive content creators either. Like once you actually get a genuine good understanding of the platform, you're able to eye out, you're like, oh wow, like this creator has 2000 followers, they have 10,000 followers, but they actually make very solid content, right? Uh, so just because their following might be slim doesn't mean that you shouldn't necessarily partner with them. In addition to that, also understand that these are people, right? So whenever you're actually reaching out to these different types of creators, what I personally like to do is I like to highlight how I discovered them and what I actually like about their content so that they know that you're not actually just blasting out a massive email like, hey, here's some product, can you make me a video? No, actually build a relationship with them. Tell them like, oh, I found you through this video. That was hilarious. Uh, that happened to me X, Y, Z ago. Or, oh my God, your dog is absolutely adorable. I've always wanted a lab. I've always wanted a golden retriever. Something that builds a little bit of rapport and helps them understand like, oh my God, there's a human behind the brand as well, right? I think that's very important. In terms of pricing and all that, I think negotiation is subject to terms from creator to creator. A little bit hard to actually give you different ranges, so I'm gonna leave that up to y'all and for y'all to discover. But also try and, depending on your budget and your ranges, there are creators out there willing to partner in exchange for product as well. So I think there's something for everyone. It just depends on putting in a little bit of elbow grease and, and putting in the work and finding them. Talking about finding them, how do you recommend to find creators? For sure. So there is a whole bunch of different resources. Obviously, you have uh, TikTok's Creative Marketplace, which is a great uh, feature because you can sort by so many different filters, whether that's location, follower range, uh, sort of like niche, stuff of that nature. Or if you actually want to do the old school way, maybe you're just scrolling the For You page and you find a creator that you like. Uh, you go to their profile, maybe you can either link out to their Instagram or you can actually find their email because of LinkedIn bio or some people have it on their bio, reach out to them in that manner. In addition to that, if you find a creator that you're quite fond of the organic way, there's going to be a little button on their profile that if it has a down arrow and if you click on that, it's going to show you similar profiles as well. So you might actually want to sift through those and see if you find other creators that might be a good fit for your brand or your product. That one's a little bit more labor intensive. I understand it's a little bit more elbow grease, but sometimes you just have to put in the work. So we're getting close to making your taco ready. Dude, I, I smell it. I smell it. It's, it's been, it's been, uh, yeah, it's flirting with me, man. <laughs> so what's our... Okay, so O in this sense are gonna be onions. And obviously you have to garnish it with something. My preference just so happens to be onions. And on a TikTok related manner, onions represent organic content. Going back to what I stated with advertising, you don't necessarily need to have the C and the O. It definitely helps if you're willing to actually put in the time or make that investment, but it's not necessary to actually kickstart your efforts on TikTok. So many different brands out there actually putting in time and effort to build out their organic content. And it is a great way to actually get quote unquote, like cheap attention, right? Uh, at the end of the day, maybe you're a business owner that your biggest asset right now is you're not at the stage where you can outsource these different things, but maybe what you do have is time, right? And if you have time and if you decide to actually learn how to create content on the platform, 
who knows? One single video can literally transform your entire business. So Nathan, since we're talking about organic content, let's also talk about every brand's dream, which is essentially going viral on TikTok. And yes, that's definitely the goal, but you also have to understand that not every video is gonna pop off in the way that you imagine. So most importantly, I also want people to think of growth on TikTok that it comes in waves. You will have an occasional viral video that will bring in new audiences, but the best way to actually nurture those audiences is having a solid strategy in place to be able to continuously cultivate community culture. So what do I mean by that? Oftentimes brands on TikTok have what I like to call content pillars, and it boils down to three or four different pillars. Say for example, one could be trending sounds and finding ways to actually apply your product or your services to those specific trending sounds in a witty manner. Number two, it could be some sort of product demonstration before and after, almost like a review type video that leans a little bit more into the frameworks that we talked about in the ad related content. And then number three is gonna be a little bit of community building. So as you know, obviously TikTok has a little bit of a flywheel effect Whenever you get comments, you can actually create videos replying to those specific comments, which is a great way to encourage different users within your community uh, to continue to create those specific questions so that they know they're being heard uh, and their questions are being addressed, which at the end of the day can sort of like encourage them to convert as a customer as well. So really want you to understand like those three different pillars and also understand that not every video is gonna go viral, but each pillar serves a purpose to be able to support that existing community as well. Cause um, it's really easy to be caught up in the numbers and not necessarily value uh, your existing audience, which I think is the most important thing. Uh, in addition to that, I also want you to understand that not necessarily what works in terms of content on the ad side, works organically and vice versa, right? Just because you had a video do incredibly well on the organic front doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna convert amazingly on the ad side as well, simply because of the psychology of the different frameworks that we explained. Uh, doesn't necessarily hurt to test if you'd like, but based off of my experience, following with a more specific framework with a more intentional sort of linear structure, um, provides the best results. Now let's move to the final part of the Tarkos framework, which is S. And it's how we connect the whole framework together. S actually sounds for secret sauce. And I made this one myself. I'll give you the recipe off camera. Not right now. Um, I already gave too many secrets. But that being said, I think the S, we're actually gonna have to save it till the actual course material because it's what really brings the taco all together. And me personally, I wouldn't even dream of eating an actual taco without salsa. So sorry guys, but we're gonna have to save that one for later. Yeah, we can't, like we could sit here all day talking about TikTok ads, TikTok platform, and really how to use TikTok ads to grow your business. Uh, but that's why we've got you shooting right now for the next few days, this incredible program to teach on our platform. So my next question for you, Gerardo, is, before we like, how can we go deep into the tacos framework and, you know, how are we going to do it step by step? And most importantly, get the opportunity to do it fast um, from all your experiences. 
So Nathan, a little bit about the course. We're gonna be splitting it up into three different sections. Number one is gonna be how to advertise on TikTok. This is gonna be everything. It's basically a crash course on the ins and outs of the platform, how to actually understand what you're doing on the platform, because I know it can be daunting for a lot of people, as well as different strategies that you can apply so that you know and you can skip the line based off of my learnings and my hardships so that you have sort of like a VIP access to a taste of TikTok success. Number two is gonna be how to formulate content for TikTok. We talked about that in the carne section, the content section uh, in the taco framework, but here I'm actually gonna show you little tips and tricks on how to make successful creative. So again, you can learn from my hardships and really just skip the line so you understand what works on the platform and what doesn't. And then number three, we're gonna have a bonus section on organic content so that if you decide to actually try and grow on TikTok the old fashioned way and get customers that way, you're able to as well. Uh, really excited to bring this all together. I think it's gonna be a blast and uh, hopefully I can make it as entertaining and as valuable for each and every one of you watching. Well, look, we are super pumped. This was an incredible workshop. And uh, for anybody that's thinking about running TikTok ads, I think we've only just scratched the surface here in this workshop, but thank you again. Likewise, Nathan, thank you. And uh, I, I don't think I can ship out tacos to Australia, but I'll send you a little gift card or something so you can enjoy one as well. <laughs> awesome, thanks so much, man. Take care. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this interview. As you might already know, our mission at Founder is to help tens of millions of people every single week with our content either start or grow their business, which is exactly why we're partnering with world-class founders such as Damon John, Alexa Von Tobel, Greta Van Riel, and so many more to teach crucial skills such as negotiation, finance, e-commerce, and so much more. So if you'd like to get access to these free exclusive trainings, please go to founder.com forward slash free. These are 100%. We go super in depth on teaching a particular topic, and I know that you're going to love them if you enjoy this podcast. So just go to founder.com forward slash free. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode.